Oh boy, howdy. This is a one hell of a process setting up audio. But you know what isn't one hell of a process? <laughs> is going live. Like going we are right now. Live. Like we are right now? Like we are right now. Like I said, like we are right now. Holy shit. You know what else isn't a process? Is rolling this fabulous intro. Good morning. Transcending history and the world. A tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. Check it out now. Third strike, yo. Yo, check it out now. Third strike, yo. Yo, check it out now. Welcome back to Normal. I'm your host, Adam. What's up? I'm Joe. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Adam? Shit, homie, I'm doing great, actually. Um, I've, I got off a fucking seven hour shift and I'm here to record the podcast and do something that I enjoy that doesn't involve my labor. So, uh, how are you? How are you doing right now, Joe? How are you doing? Shit. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good too. I gotta say, I gotta say, um, although, okay. I know this is very random just to start the podcast off like this, but, um, my M.2 SSD came in today. Uh, mm-hmm. I had one before. It's just I was just making an upgrade. And the grand majority of today was trying to get it to work. Because I was trying to clone all the files. And it, it was just like, yeah, okay, we can clone all the files. But if you want to make this your boot drive, then go fuck yourself. So I was like, huh. Okay, trying to figure that out. And... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I eventually got it to work. I just had to mess with the partitions a little bit of my M.2. I went from a 500 gig to one terabyte, which is a very nice. Ooh, and that's nice and sexy. Faster. Hell yeah. But yeah, I mean, besides that, um, living out my cosplay dreams in Final Fantasy 14 because I'm too <laughs> broke to actually cosplay myself. So... I'm sure you've seen. I I uploaded one of Virgil um, earlier today. Where'd you upload it to? But I think on Twitter. I think I think you saw the. It was the, the waifu with the with the one. with the white hair and the blue yeah. sword, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw that. That was it was great. Yeah. And I saw the Dante one, and I saw the Elizabeth one, and I responded. I don't know if you saw my response. I was like, "Is that Dorkun's favorite fuck buddy, Elizabeth, from critically acclaimed JRPG Shin Megami Tensei Persona Three Fest, released for the PlayStation 2007?" <laughs> Yeah, it was looking good. That's getting a re-release in 2022, right, Atlas? <laughs> right, Atlas? Right, right. Hopefully. Shit. <laughs> so let me ask, what you what you been what you been uh what you been watching, what you been playing this week? Okay. I know that this might sound stupid, but I've never watched Lost. That show I finally got I don't blame you. That that okay. show is only good for like two and a half seasons. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I started it. What's today? Oh, obviously Friday. It's the uh, first Wednesday. of the month. Baby. I started it Wednesday. Yup, spooky get season. Get the Let's first go. of the month. Wake up, wake up. And I'm about to finish season one. Um, I have no opinions on it yet. I mm-hmm. just, I don't understand why everyone has been hyping it up so far. As in, like, 
wow, this was such a good show back in the day. I will admit it holds up very well. Like, it's yeah, a good show. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's okay. It's pretty good. It's nothing out. It's nothing outstanding. But yeah, I mean, uh, besides that, um, I haven't really been watching anything else. Just lost. There's no anime that has come out recently that I'm like, I want to watch it. Squid Game has been getting some traction. I have not peeped it yet, though. Oh, it's good. It oh, it's it fucking good, buddy. I heard about it when it first released a few weeks ago, but I just haven't. I, I just didn't watch it, and now everyone's talking about it, and I'm probably gonna watch it even like it's even. I'm even less likely to watch it now. Oh so. <laughs> damn! I'm telling you, buddy, you gotta watch it. It's fucking good. Is it? I, I mean, binged all nine episodes still. real quick. Let me tell you, that shit was gripping. I've seen stills of it, and it looks appealing. Yeah, I, 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 uh, it's yeah, good. It's maybe. really good. It's maybe really maybe good. It it's not yet a yet another a solid class critique to come out of South Korea. <laughs> What do you mean by that? What do you mean? What do you that? What do you mean by that? Well, why is all the best media to come out of South Korea? Class critique. Uh, bon, I mean, Bong Joon Ho directed Parasite and Snowpiercer. You know, Snowpiercer is also about rich people. I believe Train to Busan also has some class critique in it, and now this. So, based. Yeah, based based on what? Based on based Das Kapital by Karl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, if you could give me a basic rundown of it, what would it be? I, I mean, you told um, me that, it, that you, you sent me that one ding and rompa tweet, so I'm assuming it's like a murder mystery kind of <laughs> thing. Ding and rompa. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It's like uh, a bunch of rich people uh, 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 honeypot a bunch of poor people and kidnap them and put them on murder island uh, and uh, force oh, them to come force them to compete in like deadly versions of child's games. Uh, in order to win a lot of money, like a lot of fucking money, so it's really good. Okay, I mean, I might put it on my watch list and then get around to it. Yeah, several years later, I got it on Roblox, yeah. so you know it's good. <laughs> That's how you know they're doing it on Roblox. I mean, what don't they have on fucking Roblox? <laughs> is, that, is that all you've been doing this week? <laughs> Pretty uh, much, yeah. I mean, what about you? Where, where can uh, where, where can everybody who wants to uh, see what you've been doing this week? Where can they find you? Oh, you know, just plug in uh, my SoundCloud, my OnlyFans, my Pornhub. Plug away, buddy. Uh, plug away. Plug away. Plug away. <laughs> Twitter.com slash cousin nerdy. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. As for me this week. I uh, I finished up Lost Judgment and I cranked out the review and the review got pretty good reception. Uh, I watched Squid nice Game, um, and I am starting a replay of Dead Rising. So let's let me run this down real quick. So I already mentioned that I watched Squid Game. It's just great. Uh, Lost Judgment. It really clicked into place for me that Lost Judgment is like uh, RGG Studios take on OT on a GTO. Uh, great teacher Onizuka. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever watched or read Great Teacher Onizuka, but not, no. oh, dude, oh, fucking classic Great Teacher Onizuka. It's there's so many points. Oh, like okay. I've seen this before. In okay, the way I, that I, the I, original I, Judgment at times homaged fucking Ace Attorney, 
Lost Judgment homages great teacher Onizuka. It's great. There's so many parts that are like that are like lifted from GTO and put into this. It's so good. I loved it. Loved every second of it. I finally discovered pretty much all of the school content and I'm getting through playing through all of it right now. Like the esports club where they play Virtua Fighter, the dancing club that I took I'm taking way too seriously, the boxing club that uses a whole <laughs> separate combat system. It's great. The robotics team, which I don't like as much. The biker gang where they do like road rash, twisted metal type shit. The skaters, it's the where they do Tony Hawk shit. It's great. I love Lost Judgment. It is an S tier Yakuza game. Uh, I don't know if you watched my review of it, but I did leave the spoilers to only the spoiler section. So it's great. It's really good. But more importantly than that, um, I've been I've started my replays of the Dead Rising series, which I know we mentioned, mm-hmm. I believe, one or two podcasts ago. And I haven't played them since 2017. That was the last time I played any of them. And mm-hmm. fucking hell, man, I... I remembered why I love these games so much because I've only up to this point replayed the first one, which is my favorite one, you know, and I was having a fucking blast, man. I, I, I fucking love Dead Rising. <laughs> Dude, it's good. Yes, it's, it's good. fucking fantastic. I remember this whole Phenomenal. solid couple months in my like sophomore year high school. I was only talking about Dead Rising, dude, just because of how solid it was. Saw the gameplay is, how fucking uh, surprisingly deep the story is, even if it's got a bunch of like, like Dead Rising is a solid B tier Capcom game and is essentially the B movie, B horror zombie movie of video games. It's great. It's (laughs) solid. In a way, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, man. Like it, D- Dead Rising story is surprisingly like mature at points. And I know this is weird coming from a game where you can wear a servbot head and a dress and kill zombies with miniature chainsaws. But like there's have you finished it yet? I have not. No. OK. But there's like a scene where I, a character I has an issue a issue where I couldn't run it. So oh, that's I weird. I haven't got around to it. That's weird. No. Yeah. Because like anytime, anytime I try to run it at anything above 60 frames it just crashes yeah it's and i think there like, are certain actions that are tied to the frame rate that's why that makes sense and i believe the cutscenes are as well the cutscenes are tied to the frame rate as well but the thing is anytime i do try to run it at 60 frames it stutters a lot so i i'm just kind of fucked maybe that's just bugs with the pc version because i've been replaying them on my ps5 because i own the ps4 versions of all of them mm-hmm. except dead rising 3 which never released on the ps4 i own that on my xbox series s so Maybe that's just because the PC version is like fucked, but there's like a scene where like a character has like a panic attack and it's done like really well. Or even back in the day, I was like, holy shit, that was like powerful. You know, I'm like, you never would expect that from like a fucking B tier game that to have that kind of thing. They they handled it in like a mature way you mean or yeah like it's really like maturely done like it's really like it it, like if you've ever had a panic attack before you can like feel it you can you can like you can be like i know exactly what that feels like it's like it's very quiet and it's like it juxtaposes the the, like the overwhelming sound in the character's head with the utter quiet of the room that they're in and i'm like that's fucking good from Dead Rising? Are you serious? (laughs) 
it doesn't even get that level of mature from Capcom's A-tier franchises like fucking Resi or Street Fighter or anything. So I'm like, okay, KG and Afune, I see you. Yeah, man. I, I, I love that game a lot. I, I played through it. I got through, I, like, I got a bunch of achievements I didn't get last time. Like, last time I played it, I was just, like, playing through it for, like, shits and giggles. So I, like, missed a lot of achievements. Like, uh, the one where you kill all the psychos or the one where you uh, kill 53,594 zombies type deal. Um, yeah. Such a specific number. Well, yeah. I mean, if you started playing it, then you'd remember what the guy said about... <laughs> Willamette, Colorado. Population 53,594. Distinguishing characteristics. Jack shit. <laughs> About the only thing to do in this town is kill time at the shopping mall. Yeah, and uh, I, I finished that Dead Rising one, and I've started replaying Dead Rising two, which I don't like as much as the first one. I actually prefer the the the, the alternative version of Dead Rising two called Off the Record, where instead of Chuck, you're playing as Frank West, because like Frank West is like the best protagonist in the series. <laughs> and then they fu- they completely fucked him over on the fourth game. When they changed his whole character, and I was like, "Fuck!" So, okay, since I've only played two, does each game has its own protagonist? Each game have its own protagonist? Um, sort of. Uh, the first game, four, and the alternative version of Dead Rising Two, you're all playing as Frank West. Dead Rising Two, you're mm-hmm. playing as Chuck, and then Dead Rising Three, you're playing as this kid Nick, who's got like a re- a, a, a pretty interesting story at a single point in the game and nowhere else. <laughs> there's there's one point where they directly say, this guy's got more going on, and then you're like, for real? Because up to this point, he's been a bland piece of shit. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, I mean, it's just like, Dead Rising, it's like, a, it's like a hit or miss with this protagonist, but Frank West, definite hit. That's why he got put in Marvel vs. Capcom. You know. As much as I like him in Marvel vs. Capcom, there's a lot of characters in that se- in in those games that I wish uh, weren't in there, and I wish were uh, were were replaced. Like I think I've mentioned before how the Resident Evil representation in Marvel vs. Capcom has been very limited to right. only yeah. only Chris, Jill, Wesker, and Nemesis. And that was in Marvel Three, where it was at the maximum. <laughs> And uh, Dead Rising has only had Frank. And I'm like, that's cool. But can we get Chuck in there? Like, if we can get playable Chuck instead of a shopping cart, he uses like a fucking dirt bike. That'd be be (laughs) great. Let me tell you, that'd be great. Like, like, I'm just like you. Dead Rising 2 is my my, my, uh, entrance point to the series. Like, it was like free on Xbox Live Gold, like like five, six years ago. Like a long, like not even five, like six, seven years ago. It was free on Xbox Live Gold. This was at the dying days of the 360 and like a year or two after the Xbox One came out. It was free. And I picked it up and it was yet another case of uh, right game, wrong time. I mentioned uh, another case like that in my Yakuza video where um, uh, I started playing Yakuza Kiwami uh, in like 2018 and it it was just not it was there, it, that game has too much PS2 shit in it. It has too much PS2 ass shit in it because it is a one to one remake of Yakuza for the PS2. 
you know, and so I just bounced. And they added in some shit that didn't need to be there. I mentioned that in my Yakuza video. They added some shit in there that just didn't need to be there. So I, I bounced right off of it. And then, lo and fucking behold, now I own all of them. <laughs> so, sometimes you got to present the game at the right time for the player to get into it. Like I wasn't into right. the Rising until yeah. 2017. So, you know what? Right game, wrong time. That ever happened to you? Right game, wrong yeah, time? No, it has all, it's actually happened a lot. Fucking, I hated, I'm not even going to lie. I hated Final Fantasy VII when I first played it on the original PlayStation, given I was a kid, right? So I had no idea what the fuck was going on most of the time. But when I played the original Final Fantasy VII on my PS1, that was my older brothers, I despised it. Because, I mean, I, I'm assuming you've played through it, right? Yes, of course. I've I've only played the original Final Fantasy VII, and I haven't finished the remake yet. Okay. So then you know how in some areas there are some puzzles that you have to figure out to in order to progress, right? Absolutely. As a fucking, like... The guidebook <laughs> saves your life. As a fucking four-year-old, I was like, huh, okay. And I just put on, like, Tekken 2, I think it was. Because <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I, I'm not doing this. And then I went back and played it later in my teens. And I was like, you know what? This is good shit. This is good shit. I can't believe I didn't play this earlier. And then that's how I got into Final Fantasy as a whole. I went back and played the other games. And yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy was that Yakuza for me. Yeah. I know how that feels, given, man. Given I did play Final Fantasy VIII... And that one I did enjoy, but I didn't go any further than that. I just played it. And I was like, and I I played it, I finished it, and I said, okay, this is cool. But I didn't have any interest in playing any other uh, Final Fantasies. So Let me just say this for the record. Final Fantasy VIII is really good, and you niggas hate on it way too much. Nick, what? I see Wait, a lot of Final Fantasy VIII slander on my TL. Really? Like... Final Fantasy started with seven type beat, like that type of shit. I love Final Fantasy eight. I have actually never heard of this until now. I was under the impression that Final Fantasy eight was one of the best ones. There's a large vocal minority that hate it. Anytime that I see any Final Fantasy discussion about like, oh, uh, this one's the best one, or this one is when you know the series, you know, put itself on the map. Usually, I see Final Fantasy VIII in there, so I figured that, it, you know, it was more positively reviewed. But I, I guess not. That's so weird. What Final Fantasy? VIII Perhaps so I've been hanging out around the wrong people, but it's like when I for a, a couple years there was a point where, whenever I would hear praise for Final Fantasy, it was always like seven and then just completely skipping eight, nine, ten, ten, two, all of those fucking games. Just <laughs> skipping past them. Like, and I get it. Final Fantasy VII is fantastic. Alright, I've seen Advent Children like more times than I'm comfortable admitting. Alright. But let me <laughs> tell you, alright, Final Fantasy VIII, under fucking rated. That's Crazy! Wow. I didn't realize that, that. I didn't realize there are other people who who thought differently of that. Like, mm, what the fuck? There are there are people out here who believe crazy shit like that, Joe. 
<laughs> that I have heard people say that that the only castle that, that that Castlevania started to matter when Symphony of the Night came out. Symphony of the Night, I fucking yeah. hate. Not even so just much. just oh, completely ignoring God. Castlevania X Rondo of Blood, my favorite Castlevania, <laughs> because it oh. stars Richter, the coolest Belmont. <laughs> and that's not a lie. This thing oh, is spitting. Absolutely. And Richter is cool in fucking Symphony of the Night as well. He, that's part of the reason why I love Richter so much. But like, just completely erasing the first game, the <laughs> second game, Rondo of Blood, just all, is all any Castlevania preceding Symphony of the Night, as great as that game is, just as just disingenuous as fuck. You remember last week how I mentioned how all the Sonic uh, soundtracks are on Spotify? Mm-hmm. So I was playing Lost Judgment and I was skating around and I was like, let me, I built up a playlist of skate music and uh, of music to listen to from uh, like while skating. And it's got like uh, a bunch of tracks from like Jet Set Radio and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sonic shit. But this one, I was like shopping around songs to put in here and uh I was like, oh, they got the Sonic Heroes soundtrack on there. Let me put on the sound. Let me put uh, Sonic Heroes in the playlist. And I accidentally left it playing. And I realized I was like midway through the fucking Team Shadow music. And I was still humming along to it. And I was like, how do I remember all that? <laughs> like, like it, it blew my fucking mind that I haven't played Sonic Heroes since like 2006. And I still remember the music from that game. It's just great. Sonic Heroes is is Sonic is 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 great. Y'all niggas was just hating. <laughs> like it was always good. Y'all and niggas was just what? hating. I don't understand. And for what? Facts. Can we get an HD remaster of Sonic Heroes, please, Sega? Thank you. See, I understand why people dislike it simply because of the fact. Oh, Sonic has always been inconsistent. It's never found its footing until recently, which isn't even true, by the way. I just completely disregard that opinion simply because Sonic has always tried to be, um, what's the word? Um, try has always been trying to evolve. It's right? always been trying different things, and sometimes yeah. they're duds. And like, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes they don't work out, and other times they're really good ideas that don't get taken anywhere. Like the Werehog idea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know, just seeing just seeing people of that mindset, it, it's so weird to me. It is so weird to me. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. Oh, shit. You know what I forgot to do is I forgot to uh, pre-order Monkey Ball and that starts early access today. today I gotta, yeah, it starts early access today. I should probably go get my Switch and do that right mm. this second. But I'm gonna wait till the podcast is over. Yeah. But but, but yeah. oh man, I'm so excited the, about Monkey the Ball. Show. Yeah, we're gonna discuss. Well, I'm gonna do that as soon as the podcast ends and all the post shows going on. But um, if you wanna check me out, check out my Lost Judgment review. Check out everything. Uh, my links are in the description. You can find me on YouTube at Young with a uh, uh, Y V N G D N D E Young Dende. You can find me on Twitter at Y V N G D N D E Young Dende. You can find me anywhere at Young Dende. My link tree is in the description. So that's where oh. you can find me. Tell them. Speaking of fucking uh, Monkey Ball, they cut Brian Matt from the game, the, an- the announcer from the first two Monkey Balls. And uh, 
I I understand why. Like there was like a whole big thing about it because it I know a week or two ago we we talked about like uh, Nick Robinson's channel. I believe in the post show, and he mm-hmm. was one of the people at the forefront of pushing Monkey Ball back to the forefront of public conversation. And one of the people he talked to was Brian Matt. He made like a whole series of videos trying to track this guy down type deal. And what did fucking Wait, Brian Matt do? To, hmm? Trying to track him down, you say? He wasn't was credited that? in the fucking uh, credits, dog. He wasn't credited. Oh, so he, so the, like, the narrator wasn't credited. It was just like some random fucking dude. Rando Brando, maybe Rando Brando. I don't think that's... Yeah, he was trying to find him and shit. That's what Nick Roberts is good at, is finding obscure shit. And uh, he found him, and he had, like, an interview with him afterwards where the dude was like, I'm not working on a new Monkey Ball, but I can tell you that I've recently recorded these lines for Sega. And then read a bunch of the lines in the Monkey Ball voice and totally broke NDA and then got fired and and said he was getting discriminated against. I'm like, nigga, you broke the fucking NDA. (laughs) <laughs> like voice actors look man voice actors be leaking shit on accident all the fucking time dog like i don't y'all like what is with y'all and leaking stuff <laughs> okay like I didn't mean... didn't bayonetta's voice actress totally leak that bayonetta 3 was happening um i don't know about that i know that she said that she that um that she's not voicing bayonetta like a few weeks before the trailer came out but I don't know about like her leaking Bayo three. I'm not sure about that. People one. just be leaking shit. Voice actors just be leaking shit. But okay, so so pause, pause. So he broke NDA. How? I mean, he by he read by a so he set that like he wasn't involved. So yeah, like, I'm he used here. No, he's not involved because he got fired. He said, "Oh yeah, oh. I've been working with Sega, recording these voice lines. Can't say what it's for." That's like, um, and then a couple weeks ago, he, it was announced he got fired. So that's kind of funny. Actually, he got fired yeah. after the videos went live, after the interview, after all the interviews went live. The dude got the dude broke NDA. So that's I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad for laughing because the dude lost his job, but like he kind of did that to himself. That's exactly what I said. That's what everybody in the replies said. Hey, you totally fucking broke NDA, dummy. Would have loved to have you back, but you broke. So then, NDA. what? In the last few weeks, they've just been scrambling to find someone else. I pr- I don't think they were scrambling for it. I think they probably just got someone else to do it. Sound kind of happy. There you go. Shit, I could be the fucking monkey ball announcer if if I just raised my voice high enough. I'm already raising my voice for this podcast. I normally speak like down here, like this low, but I raise it up here to sound more friendly. You know what I mean? Man, fuck y'all. Just get the fuck off the pocket. No, I'm just playing. I'm just yeah. playing. Exactly. Raise your voice high, player. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. Nigga broke NDA, got punished for it. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's unfortunate that we see that, but kind of did it to himself. So there's not really much to, much to uh, kind of like, I can't feel bad for him. Yeah. I see this picture on Twitter of like a of uh, you should go ahead and check because I sent it to you because it looks funny. First of all, first of all, it looks hilarious. But it's like a picture <laughs> of a Shrek TV with a Shrek themed Xbox controller and an Xbox that says Shrek's box. 
Shrek's icy lemon. Yeah. <laughs> and this picture reminds me of like the olden times when I was playing my PS2 in my basement on like a TV this size that was Superman mm. themed. Like really to see this image really takes me back. <laughs> like in a weird way. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen like a fucking, um, like a themed TV like this, but I have. Yeah. Fucking Disney TVs. Oh, the Disney TVs, man. Every, I, my thing, my cousin had one of those. It was like a, like a, uh, sleeping beauty. I think the pink, the pink one, mm-hmm. man, like, I think she had one of those or something like that. I don't know. She ever listens to this, she can correct me. But like, I remember those Disney TVs. Man, whatever happened to licensed TVs? Why'd they stop making those? Because they're what fucking the fuck? stupid. <laughs> they're fucking stupid. Fuck you, man. This Shrek's box looks legit. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're rolling up to your local tournament in that fucking Crash Bandicoot CRTV. Hey, man, I... <laughs> <laughs> can, can it play melee? Yes, it can. All right. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like a part of our culture died when those fucking um, theme TVs stopped being sold. Man, they're tiny little CRTs, good for playing your fucking DVD copy of Spider Man on it or something. Playing your licensed video <laughs> games on the PS2. You know the one that you got from Blockbuster. I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was speaking of, hey man, I used to rent the Shrek the third game from Blockbuster for the PS2 and play that shit. So on gun. In the dying days of Blockbuster, there I was renting Shrek the Third. I think I still have what some DVDs I? from Blockbuster that I've never returned. <laughs> I think. Hey bro, you better go do it now before they do absolutely fucking late fees. <laughs> I think I have some DVDs from DVD Netflix that I never returned from like 2009. My family just has those. Speaking of this shit, you will not believe what I found like uh, two days ago, I believe it was. Hmm. So I was going through cleaning my room, looking through my cabinets, and I found a carrying case for my PSP, which I still i don't have anymore which you know i found that oh because i don't have my psp anymore it's like okay i have the carrying case what the fuck is in here i open it and there's all of my fucking ds games my gba games my psp games i'm like oh fuck wow i had emerald ruby in that bitch wow flash game on the gba which i had no idea even existed. I don't remember playing that at whatsoever as a kid. Um, Phineas and Ferb into the th- uh, what was it? The, into the something dimension. I had that game. I had the uh, Daxter game. The, the solo oh game fuck game. the solo Daxter title! I remember oh, where I he met all of his fellow fucking creature people, Otzels. I think they're called. Holy shit! I'm not. Even- I'm not even gonna lie. I never played it because I was terrified of like the starting enemies, like the little plant creatures. Wow! I was so terrified that I never got. What a wow! There. What a thing to be scared of, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I I remember I played through them and I was like, I'm not doing this shit. 
I'm not, Jesus. I'm not, I'm not playing this shit. Same thing with COD Zombies. It took me so long to get in there. Really? I would, just, I, would, I would boot up a match. Dude, I remember I got fucking Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1. Kino Dertone. I loaded that shit up. And like round two, I just let the zombies kill me because I was terrified. Oh, dude, you were doing that. I was out here running fucking massive trains in the theater on Kino, buddy. I was out here. <laughs> I was out here. I was a COD god back in the day. <laughs> Oh, that's funny as fuck. What a find, though. What a find. Yeah. Do you still have you, ha- you still have them? Or yeah, yeah. I, I, I kept them around. Now they're in my nightstand. Guess you know. Guess now you got to get your PSP back now. Huh? Get, your, uh, get a yeah, PSP. Get a PSP. I'm, I might actually. Wait, can those run uh, PSP games? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Nice. I know that my dad has a PSP lying around. I don't think he has a charger for it though. Mm. So I might have to buy one. And steal his. He forgive me. Uh, <laughs> forgive me, yeah. Father, for I've sinned. <laughs> I know that I have an old DS that I could use. It's my sister's old pink DS that I could use for the GBA game. Fantastic. Oh, um, I guess like a. Is it like a regular, like a fat DS, like a DS Lite? No, a DS Lite. That's the DS that everybody had. Man, that's the that's the better DS. Daniel versus the cooler Daniel type shit. Like that's <laughs> that's what that is, right? <laughs> Like, oh my god, I've never seen a fatter fucking uh, glow up than the DS to the DS Lite. The DS that Lite. original DS is so fucking ugly. And the DS Lite is like, this is beautiful. It's so iconic, though. Come on. The DS Lite the or the original DS? DS? No, the original DS. No. Yes, it is. Every oh, time no. I see people talk about the DS, it's always the DS Lite and never the original DS. I knew one person with the original DS and everyone else had the DS Lite. Is this just the opposite yeah. of the Final Fantasy situation? <laughs> quite, quite literally, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Looks like. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's not that because, I mean, I was living in Puerto Rico at that time, but mm. dude, it, it's just, I mean, I, I did have an original launch DS, but uh, don't tell this to anyone, folks, but three-year-old me decided that it should go for a swim. I fucking threw it into the pool. I was like, oh, I wonder what will happen. And I boom, found boom, out boom, what happened shortly boom. after. Well, <laughs> fantastic, credit, Joe. Folks. <laughs> Caribbean enthusiasm theme kicks in. Fantastic. <laughs> I have my, uh, I still have my 3DS XL, um, which sucks because it can't run GBA. But I feel like a lot of the best GBA titles did end up getting a fucking release on um, DS anyway. Right. Like Ace Attorney. The best Ace Attorney release was on the original DS. Until a couple years ago, but still, you know. I was about to say that we're gonna ignore that collection. No, no, no. no. I mean, look. Let me let me keep it real with you. All right, that Ace Attorney collection is two great games and one bottom of the mid tier game. Okay. Okay. You know what? Uh, fine. Like fine, that's fair enough. Like the original Ace Attorney is a god tier title. All right. Justice for all. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> And then Trials and Tribulations is like a solid like A minus tier. No. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. I enjoyed it. Yeah, not it's got nothing on like uh, Ace, um, Ace Attorney Investigations 
or um, Apollo Justice. Mm. I think Apollo Justice is actually really good, but you know what? I've not played Apollo Justice. Dead ass. Dead ass. Which Ace Attorney games have you played? So let's see. I've played um, Ace Attorney, obviously. I've mm-hmm. played Trials and Tribulations. I've played, uh, what was the one? A, Ju- a Justice for All. Mm-hmm. And those are the only ones that I've played. So Fucking... <laughs> Exitos eternos. <laughs> Ace Attorney. <laughs> That's what you're fucking doing. <laughs> oh man, how come every fucking how come every like top tier fucking Spanish artist has to have the greatest hits album where that's like a white background gold text and it's like a minimalist drawing of them on the front? Like all my my mom had all those DVDs, man. I don't. Uh, we would listen to them in our fucking yeah. Chevy Uplander <laughs> <laughs> on the way to the beach, riding around with that with the windows down, nigga. Every you time, every time I hear fucking uh, what is it? Si tu no te fueras, like my mind instantly goes back to me being like five years old. Sitting in that Chevy Uplander on the way to the beach, listening to that shit. Well, let me tell you. Oh I man, a similar experience. Except if I ever heard that music blasting in the morning, I just know it's cleaning time. Like, nigga, we're gonna be spending that entire day. Cleaning. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I I don't think I've ever sent you my uh spot one of my Spotify playlists. Hold on, where is this shit at? Oh my god, I gotta find no it. Shit. Don't tell me that it's a place that you have for cleaning and it's all Spanish music. You're gonna hear. No fucking shit. <laughs> no fucking shit. Hold no. up, hold up, hold up, hold no. up, hold up. Shush. You gotta t- take a look at. <laughs> Read a couple of the songs off. <laughs> Let's see here. cabrón tiene suavemente. You know how many Sunday mornings I woke up, I just hear, Suavemente, besame. Oh, dear God. There's so much. Fucking Waka Waka on here. Nigga, the Spanish version of Waka Waka was the song. That was the song in 2010, my nigga, with the World Cup. All right. Oh, fuck, dude. That was the song to play back in 2010. The Dino, official song. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Nigga. Fuck yourself. What do you mean? Why? What you hate on Demon 04, nigga? You know what I remember about that song the most is the music video where the nigga on where Mark Anthony's on the boat. You know? That's that's what I remember the most about fucking Dimelo. Ay, Dimelo. Porque ponto amor estoy muriendo. I do. I do be banging to this. Just this playlist is a curated list of all the songs that I was listening to while cleaning the house. Like, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, but here's a real question, right? What's up? When you're driving around and you have nothing else to listen to, do you just put on, like, a, a playlist the salsa? Sometimes, yeah. Like my mom sends me a bunch of those for some fucking reason. I have. That's amazing. She has. She sent me like an official playlist by Spotify called Salsa Boricua, and I just have that shit. I'll send it to you. It's got. It's like it's got a lot of good ass picks in it. 
genuinely. Here you go. It's like an official Spotify playlist. Like, I don't know why. This music is just oh, good man. to listen to while driving. The complete oh, yeah. God, my boy Willie Cologne, bro. Instantly lifts your mood, no matter how you're feeling. Instantly no matter what! This is the type of music I listen to while I'm fucking dancing with the broom in hand, my boy. <laughs> like, de- like, bro, I don't know why. <laughs> oh, shit. It has, like, all the classics on here. All the fucking Those hits, my boy. My, my 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 favorite one of these. Check out track number twenty six. That's my favorite one. Track twenty six. The with Daddy Yankee, Mark Anthony. That's the one that I be banging to the most. Wait, hold on. Wait, which one? I see. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Which playlist? The second playlist. The Sasa Boricua. Check that out. Oh yeah. yeah, I be banging, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I keep this shit. I, it's, I got the got a like on that, homie. So you know, already know, I be in that shit, banging it. Shit, that shit makes my dick hard, my tip creaming. Yeah, bro. I'm so fucking glad to be cultured. So glad <laughs> to be mixed. I feel like logic right now. So <laughs> you're guys, you're no, about Rachel? Yeah. Bye, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember yeah, I used to get so much girl. so much hate back in the day because I didn't like logic. Like like I was I was kind of fucking with logic back when he dropped uh, under pressure and then mm-hmm. after that I was just like what the fuck are you doing my nigga? It's like what what is what is happening here? I fucking, mean the incredible true story was was good. I got to say it was it was good. I give it like a like a like a like a 6 honestly. I thought it was all right. Nah. For me, it was a sign of the times, a sign of of what was to come. That logic would would start his his travels down corny ass nigga lane. All right. <laughs> and that's exactly what he became. Fucking the like Bobby Tarantino. I remember when that dropped. I was like, the shit. The shit is. Eh. I remember when fucking um. Dude. Hmm? Flexecution was like everywhere. Holy fuck. Yeah. And then when everybody dropped like the year later, I was like, can like stop playing this, please? Like, I don't know. Black I was like when Black Spider-Man dropped. That song annoyed the fuck out of me because it got overplayed. You'd think that you'd think that a, a song about my favorite like fictional character would 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 be the would be bumping in my playlist. And then I was like like the seven niggas played it for me the day it dropped, and I said, "I fucking hate this song." <laughs> like, uh, like maybe it's just like my personal mind goblins, but fucking like oversaturation will completely kill my enjoyment of something. I think I mentioned that like plenty of times in this podcast, like plenty of examples of like things being oversaturated, and then my enjoyment of them just going completely down the fucking toilet as a result. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I could have liked Logic as an artist if everybody did not say that I was a fucking terrible person for not liking him. You know how many times in my, like, freshman year of high school, and, and my sophomore year also, but just less so then, I would like people would be people would ask me, "Hey, we do about logic?" And I'd say, "Yeah, I don't like logic's music." And they they would say to me, "What is your fucking problem?" And I'd be like, oh, "I don't fuck." <laughs> logic be like, logic is like Drake in the way that he talks about 
how he was in the streets and then also talks about how he wasn't in them streets. And I'm like, nigga, pick one. Like, like I grew up, I grew up in the hood, but I wasn't in them streets. That, I, that that's my story. But that's also your story from what it seems like, and you just don't want to fucking mention, like, mention it. It's like you don't get to, you don't get to choose when to practice kayfabe, my nigga. You either are a character or you are not. When the cameras cut on, you gotta pick. All right. You could be a whole different person when them cameras are off, but when them cameras are on, if you want to play a character, then stick to it. All right. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then he'd hop on the hop on the track, be like, "I'm biracial. My wife is black." And I'm like, "Shut up!" Like, he's like, he started acting like Chance the Rapper did before Chance the Rapper started acting like that. All right. I remember. Yeah, I yeah. remember. Holy let God. me tell you, growing like like being in this in this city when Chance was on the rise, everybody was talking about him. And then the second the big day dropped. His name left everybody's mouth. <laughs> that album is trash. <laughs> oh my god. I I didn't even finish it. I started it, got not even halfway through. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not finishing this. That's because the album with the new Drake album. Like I I can't stand. That's because the big day was only I love my wife. I love my wife. Ah! Let's go ride a bike with my wife. Ah! My wife is real young. My wife is real small. Let's go to the beach and play with a beach ball. Praise Jesus God and my wife. Let's go to the beach and ride a bike. Like that song, that that album created that meme. And that meme is all you see of Chance the Rapper now. Like when the big day, I think the big day dropped the same year as like best as um Cardi B's album did. And mm. and I would get so much shit for listening to the Cardi B album, honestly. Like that's what I remember the most about that time period. Yeah, I was a I, you were out here roasting me for listening to Cardi B back then too. Bro, I I still You were you were like you, you were like Cardi B makes music for people who wash paper plates. And I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I still listen to fucking Cardi. They're nigga. not gonna wash themselves. <laughs> she makes she makes music. She looks like somebody, Tia, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I got so many cousins that look like her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. Nah, I, lo- I love my family. I love my family. I love my family to death. Even when my family don't like each other, I still love my family. That's that's me though. That's only me. Like even e- despite the inner family beef, I still like these niggas. <laughs> like there are niggas in my family who who just like people in this family will straight up just not talk to. And I'm like, what's up, bro? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just popping up being like, yo. I just don't be hating people like that no more. I've tried to excise all that kind of negativity from my heart. I stopped hating people now. I say that shit as like a joke. I'll be like, I fucking hate you. And then I'll be, I'll be like, nah, and I really fucking despise you, bitch. Yeah. It's it's all it's all it's all funny games. It's all funny games. Yeah, yeah. Fucking um. Yeah, niggas was hating on me for listening to Cardi B. She's great though. I like her music. I remember she was coming up. She was on Vine and shit. 
I was like, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Cardi B coming up. She's like her advertising fucking fashion over jeans in the ho- in hotel hallways, and now she's like selling out arenas. I'm like, yeah. Party, you probably- you've been there. Bitch, want to party with Cardi? Yeah, hell yeah, nigga. I love Cardi B music. Maybe it's because I'm gay though. I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Totally biased, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> perhaps. I, mean, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it was also at the time where um, Bad Bunny was growing on me because I didn't like his music a lot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until um, like right before that one song dropped that had her, Bad Bunny, and uh, I think someone else. Uh, whatever that song's called, I don't remember. I just know the chorus is stuck in my head, and I I just despised it. That's it, because you cannot get away from that song. You mean I like it? Is that the name of it? I With mean, Cardi I, B, I, Bad Bunny, like, and J Balvin. J Balvin. Okay, that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that song. That was the time that Bad Bunny was starting to grow on me. So then, anytime I would turn on the radio back when I listened to the radio on, uh, like my school rides. And that's like the only song you'd hear on the Spanish radio. So I wanted <laughs> to shoot myself and I associated that with Cardi B. So that's Yo. that's my reasoning. I don't know. That's back when all the white girls were posting thirst traps for Bad Bunny on their story. Holy Bro, you know how many fucking Hispanic girls I knew in high school who had fucking Bad Bunny as their wallpaper? I was like, yo. Oh, dear Lord. He looks like the nigga from Goofy movie. Like, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Like no disrespect to Bad Bunny's <laughs> artist, like nigga, yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I saw this one TikTok where it was like the uh, you know that shit where it's like, damn, you fine as hell. Are, are you serious, my brother? Like that shit. Yeah. yeah. It was like Bad Bunny's girlfriend, and nigga was like, damn, you fine as hell. And then it was like, are you serious, my brother? Doom, and it was the nigga from Goofy Movie. <laughs> I don't know what that character's name is. Let me look this shit up. What is that nigga's name? Oh man, not the fat dude. It was the, it was the kid with the glasses. Bobby, that's nigga. Yeah, yeah. He was eating fucking like cheese whiz in the office. It like he was spraying the shit in his hand. It was fucking Bobby. I remember this motherfucker. Jesus, bro. I haven't seen Goofy Movie in a fucking fat minute. Dead ass. Dead ass. I haven't seen it in a minute. Is this? I'm pretty sure it's on Disney Plus, but it's like I haven't. Uh, probably is. I haven't. Like I have not. Like I was like a kid when I watched this shit. This oh, yeah. and like an extremely goofy movie. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen since I was a kid, like uh, Prince of Egypt. That's a classic film. I have not even heard of it. Holy fuck, dude! That movie. Growing up in the church, they put that movie on at every opportunity. And to this day, I think that's just still a banger. Fucking the story of Moses, but animated like a classic Disney film. It was animated by DreamWorks, but it looks like a Disney movie. That's really fucking good. It's like a musical. I'm like, yeah, put that mm-hmm. shit on. Cut, the, cut that shit on. At every opportunity. <laughs> oh. Growing up in the church, you tend to watch a lot of the same shit. And, and a lot of that shit has aged like fucking trash. But Prince of Egypt? Nah, I remember that should be in a classic. Weird that the church would play movies like The Road to El Dorado when that movie is gay as fuck. All right. What? 
just gonna leave that statement hanging like that. Damn, I was like, did I say something wrong? Nah. The Road no, to Eldorado. No, you remember no, that movie? Process what you said. <laughs> road to Eldorado is gay as fuck. Oh, the Road to Eldorado isn't gay. Is that what you're trying to tell me? That movie is fucking gay as shit. <laughs> Just, that movie is about two bisexual lovers. All right. Getting stuck in like Central America. All right. And you're like they were roommates. Dude, that movie is they were roommates. The film like they got the fucking the Native American girl and like, yeah, she bad. But it's like the like her like like the two main dudes, Tulio and Miguel, they were totally gay. Like like one thousand percent, those two dudes were fucking. You can't convince me otherwise. were off. They were raw dogging. Like it's like 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 I'm so serious. That movie. I have so many gay friends who told me, "Yeah, it was this movie where I realized I was gay?" And I'm like, "Are you serious? That's the one." <laughs> it took you this long. That's the one. Like like this is a this is one of those mid to like early. Like late '90s to mid 2000s movies that just got animated for no reason, like Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, type of shit. Ah, I forgot that movie existed. That, I remember uh, watching it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that fucking uh, that Disney movie Atlantis, the one with the nigga with the glasses. That, dude, that movie is fantastic. Don't you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, like this shit just exists, like. <laughs> Like you just like it's 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 an underground Disney movie is what it is. All these Which movies Disney period, but it's true. Like I like I know like Road to Eldorado and Sinbad were animated by DreamWorks, but like I classify them as like underground late late nineties to mid two thousands animated movies that we just don't talk about. Yeah, Which Joseph King of Dreams, The Prince of Egypt is also in there too. Like it's just. Like what? Like these movies are quality animated pictures, and we just don't talk about them. Yeah. Like when you think of like nineteen nineties Disney, what do you think? You think like Pocahontas, Lion King, Hercules, you know, fucking, but not not fucking Aladdin to the Return of Jafar. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. That's... laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but I definitely don't think of. Thief and Cobbler. I'll tell you that much. I I don't think I've seen that in at least a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Lord. Like there's like it's like those like mid sixties Disney movies type shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like those mid sixties Disney movies are like like between the period of like after the after the the golden age of Disney movies started and right before. The Renaissance started. Like, I don't see enough people throwing respect on like the Fox and the Hound type shit. Tell them. Like, like I like like the original Jungle Book, Robin Hood. Like, I don't see those movies talked about as much as I see like The Little Mermaid or like the older Disney shit, like fucking like um uh Snow White or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I feel like is the the old mm-hmm. Disney movie that doesn't get as much play as I thought would is like a 101 Dalmatians. I don't see that get talked about well, as much as I why, thought though. it would. I can see why. But that movie is like my fa- that like honest honest to god that's like my favorite like Disney like 2D animated movie. Like Deadass. That shit is that shit is fan fucking tastic. Interesting choice. Like 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 it it changes with the Lion King depending on what side of the bed I sleep on. But, <laughs> but yeah, 
I mean, The Lion King is also another gay Disney movie. Like Scar was one thousand percent gay, homosexual, gay. There's a lot of gay Disney characters that just weren't gay. They just were queer coded, I should say. Like, uh, it's pretty obvious that Ursula from Little Mermaid is gay. Um, oh my fucking god, so gay. Every like, all of the middle aged lesbians love Ursula. Okay, <laughs> um, like Scar, like I just mentioned, that like one thousand percent, he's gay. Fucking Cruella DeVille, she's also gay. There's a lot of gay Disney villains for some reason. They just love to queer code their villains, man. And then, like, gay people just adopt them. And it's like, all right, cool. You know? <laughs> I mean, cool. shit. That one. I want it. Really backfired. Your plan, your Disney, your plan fucking backfired, Disney. The whole gay community yeah, like, lo- only loves your villain characters. <laughs> yep. After they're like, ooh, no, no gay, no gay here. Then you just take a look at literally any of their movies that probably has a gay character in them. (laughs) Yeah, like all all of my gay friends have at least at one point had one of those characters as their profile picture on like Instagram, Twitter, Discord type shit. All of them have. So it's like, like, trust me, man, I know. And then it's like, and then nowadays Disney like announces their fucking first openly gay character every like couple months. So it's like, you know, you're, you're they're they're trying to not seem homophobic. <laughs> That's a pretty shitty facade, I'll tell you that. Yeah, Disney really tries its hardest to not seem like racist or homophobic, and then they'll pull fucking John Boyega off the Force Awakens poster in China, you know. Yep. So crazy how Disney like like. I, how do, I fr- how do I phrase this? How do I phrase this? As much as Disney caters to the Chinese market, they do it really badly. Like, what do you mean they do it badly? Disney has made, to my knowledge, three Chinese ass movies. Okay, two of them are Milan, and one of them is Shang Chi. Okay, because you are lying to yourself if Shang Chi does not at least a little bit pander to the Chinese market. Just a little bit. Uh, you know what? I'll take it. I'll I watch. It. I watch a, a a surprising amount of foreign cinema. Like you know mm-hmm. the the end sequence of Shang Chi where it's all the fucking CGI dragons and martial arts yeah. fighting. Yeah, that is bad. how. That yeah. is how a lot of Chinese movies look these days. A lot of them CGI fucking dragons and shit. Yeah, mm. a lot of them look like that. Uh, Mulan suffered from a lot of the same shit where it looks like it, it, it looks like it, like a straight up, like a, like a Chinese movie. And it's got a lot of like state sponsored imagery in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, there was a whole controversy when that fucking movie came out that it's just, this movie is literally not Mulan. It's just a celebration of the Chinese government and like their shit values type deal. And then you got the original mm-hmm. Mulan, which is none of that. And it's like, wow. And from what I can tell, all my Chinese friends love the first Milan and not the second one. That's good. And they like yeah. Shang-Chi, but Shang-Chi's just overall great. It's not as bad as fucking... Yeah, it's, Shang-Chi's just amazing. Shang-Chi's so. just amazing, and Milan 2019 or whatever, whenever that fucking piece of shit came out, was just bad. So, fuck that movie. That was an experience that I forgot. I'm not, I am not even lying to you when I say I forgot about that. Seriously? Milan. I am dead serious. I never watched it, never cared for it. 
just like all the controversy that was around the movie and then the movie also didn't look very good it's like okay i'm good i'll I'll skip it on this one yeah like it just it just was it just symbolized the worst elements of the chinese film industry there's a great channel that if you want to learn more about this kind of thing you should watch called accented cinema his content is fantastic. I'll send you I'll send you a link to his channel. He makes a lot of real really quality uh, videos. He made a really good one about Shang-Chi that I think you should give a watch. That is fan fucking fantastic. I've only known about him for like 10 or so months, like not very long. Where was the video that I found him for? Um the one about Roroni Kenshin is where I found him. Let's see here. Bro, you're like really deep into fucking YouTube. <laughs> see, the thing yeah, about me. No, because like we anytime that I bring up a YouTuber that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I said, like I found this on my recommended or. Oh, I found this video to be really interesting. You're like, yeah, I've been watching that dude for 17 years. Get on my level, <laughs> you absolute fucking scrub. Check, look, man. Look, this podcast. I like. Trump, for example. I like um, a lot of like analytical type shit where it's Mm -hmm. like it takes a real deep look at the themes or like it takes a look at the production. Like if your video is not analytical, I don't want to watch it. And that's (laughs) why I like like Noah Colloy Gervais, like we mentioned in the post show for episode 13. Um, That's why I like fucking Nick Robinson. This dude analyzes a lot of shit. Accented Cinema presents <clears throat> a look into uh, Asian films that you wouldn't really get from, like, any other channel, you know. Provides a a, a perspective that I'm not used to, you know. Right. Yeah. So, like, I like content that I can put on that challenges me, you know. Like, hmm, okay. when we think of analysis in the year 2021, the way that we think of it is not analysis like you know that guy nam's compendium who's made all those persona videos are like two hours long you know yeah he's like persona 5 analysis and then all he does is just run down all the shit that's in the game without even like bothering to yeah well, it doesn't yeah like no actual no no analysis just a breakdown of the plot of all the s links yeah. of all the events and it's like to me that's not analysis that's a bastardization of the word when i say analysis i mean like I want to know the themes of this thing. What can we interpret? What did the author, what is the author's interpretation? How does the, the, the language of the medium reinforce those themes type thing? That's what I mean by analysis, you know, mm-hmm. like a real English class definition of analysis. And I will admit that that can sometimes be a little bit, you know, um, what is it? A little bit wrong because not the curtains aren't always red for a reason. You know what I mean? But like sometimes they are and it's worth it to explore those things. And that's why I like channels like this and others that I've mentioned before. Yeah. No, so. I totally I totally understand. I, yeah, I, I I just find it so funny that anytime I, tra- I try to bring anyone up, be like, yeah, I've been there. Bitch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me. I guess. no. Man. It's uh. I just. I like. I, I'm really deep. I. I <clears throat> how do I put this? I listen to a lot of content a lot of the time, 
not in mm-hmm. just like a let me put this on while I play a video game type deal, but it's like if I'm like driving or if I'm doing something that I that I don't really have to think about, I will instead choose to use my mental energy to process things rather than what I'm directly doing in front of me, you know? Yeah, right. So I'll just be like, okay, let me listen to this fucking 12-minute breakdown of, you know, sword fighting or fucking how Jackie Chan martial arts scenes are, you know, made. Because that those are things that I enjoy talking about, just period. I mean, like, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that I can talk at length about a lot of different shit. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. like, no yeah. fucking reason. So it's like, to have, to, to have, to be able to build up that ability to talk at length, I have to listen to analyses, and I have to listen to, you know, this discussion, I have to listen to this discourse in order to build up that sort of reservation of knowledge that I have. And that also comes with actually sitting down and in, 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 uh, engaging in the medium itself, beforehand you know what i mean mm-hmm. these analysis videos you know are a way for me to reinforce my uh, reinforce and challenge my opinions you know but they're a, a, a fantastic avenue for intellectually discussing the things that i enjoy and without that without these types of videos or you know all these articles or whatever i would not be as versed in a lot of the things i'm versed in if it weren't for this so if it weren't for those videos yeah i got you i got you as much as i didn't do the homework english class was my best subject (laughs) (laughs) so you wonder why (laughs) Mm -hmm. going off of the whole like perspectives that i'm not used to think there's this channel right here called uh by this guy james somerton he produces Mm -hmm. uh videos from like an lgbt perspective and they're great like if you take a look at uh, his most recent lineup of videos, it's like these are like these are perspectives I'm not used to. His video on J.K. Rowling is fan fucking tastic. It's almost as good, if not just as good as ContraPoints' video on J.K. Rowling. So, like that is a fucking a serious like claim. This dude's got only 127k, and ContraPoints has like a million plus. So the fact that this dude is producing content just as good as hers is saying something. Just as insightful. As seeing something, yeah. Oh, so, this is good stuff. This is it good is stuff. good. Uh, you ever want some good YouTubers? I'll put you on. I'll put you on. I got. Oh, I got I a lot of good that. YouTubers in the repertoire. I need them. My suggested page just fuck to oblivion. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, you say that like I don't also watch like Adachi memes. <laughs> Doing your mom ex take on me type shit. <laughs> Uh, we got we'll for the post show, but like I watch a lot of dumb shit. Like my like my YouTube page is either like it's got a couple things. You got like uh video games, so that covers like Virtua Fighter, fucking Dead Rising, all that shit. You've got uh mm-hmm. shit posting. <laughs> I'm just looking at my liked videos. Like yeah, there's a lot of shit posting here. Uh, Yay, Luigi. <laughs> Type shit like YouTube poops that's in there. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a YouTube poop classic. We've been laughing at that since 2007, bro. That's just hilarious. Fucking what else? Uh, video and and, and uh, critical analysis videos, history, media, all that shit. All of it's in there. So my YouTube page is a real smorgasbord of fucked content. 
Like I've got, I've got it right here. You've got um, top ten reasons why Chie Satanaka, followed by a seven hour video of Mr. Beat watching PragerU videos. So, <laughs> I I have I'm a very uh, odd person, you would say. Oh, I don't fucking know. Uh, some Final Fantasy 14 streamer I don't care about, but Tom Scott. <laughs> I, found, I found his channel last week, and I've just been binging his shit. It's good. Yeah, Tom Scott produces some real for, some real heat. He's been on YouTube for like a couple of years. He's been here for a while. He's been cranking he out here for years. Twelve years ago, so yeah. Yeah, he, him. He's one of the OGs, dude. He's great. I love this guy. Like his videos aren't like terribly long, but like. What they lack in quantity in terms of like length, they make up for in intense quality. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I love Tom Scott. He's great. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen this guy. You can censor this out if you want to, but um, I I don't know how to pronounce it. Cadicarus, Cad Oh, dude, my boy Jim Cadic. Yeah, I love Cadicarus. I I don't like him. I I don't. You know, I kind of understand why he can tend to be a little annoying, but I like his content. Like it's like weird. The constant, like I I know it's intentionally cringe, but it's yes. still cringe. Yeah, like, most of the time I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to watch a video without having ear rape. Uh, every fifteen seconds. Yeah, but, I can understand it. It but, is an acquired taste. It is an acquired taste. Acquired taste. Yeah, but you know, also an acquired taste is fucking K Bash. Like I didn't like his videos for a solid minute, and then like a couple of years ago, I was like, I'll give this a try. Mm-hmm. And he makes great videos. He just posted a great video about Persona Three the other day. It was really mm-hmm. good. It's like forty-eight minutes. It was like it was real. It was real. It was a real watch. I loved it. So, nice. that's a real, oh yeah, it's a really I, I good remember, points. Uh... <laughs> You you sent me a Soul Calibur video from this guy. Yes. You didn't watch this Persona 3 video, did you? I have not. Yeah, this shit's great. It was like, it was like, man, Yukari is one of the best characters I've ever experienced in fiction. I sure hope they don't use her for like shitty waifu points and then immediately to the bedroom <laughs> recording. <laughs> so you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, I I like his content, but like when I first discovered him some years ago, I was like, eh, it was only like two years ago that I said, yeah, this guy's pretty good. So Okay, you know what? Well, fair enough. I mean, I, I only have those two or three Soul Soul Caliber videos of comparison, but um, yeah, they were they were pretty good, so I, I I enjoyed them. So so I know you know about this because it was you who retweeted this story that that introduced me to it. Lil Nas X dropping some TikTok NFTs. Uh, Completely fucking over his hard-earned reputation. Oh, dude, we can't have shit, bro. We can't have shit. Look, let me tell you how how how, how long of a fan of Lil Nas X I've been, okay? So y'all know the music video for Old Town Road. That shit used to have... You used to that music used to have Red Dead Redemption to gameplay footage yep, in the background. All right. Visualizer. Yep. Yeah. So so when we've been in these Lil Nas X streets, we've been there. I was gassing up Montero for the past like since it came out. It's been out for like a couple weeks now. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this album is fire. All the singles that he dropped up to that point, like Rodeo, Holiday, all that shit. 
I was like, this is great. All the while, all my fucking shitty ass friends were like, man, why do you like Lil Nas X? He's gay. And I'm like, yeah. He's black. The and music gay. is so he's fire, bad. though. The music was fire, though. All right. And I was fucking with him because the music was fire. And now he's like, let me just drop some NFTs. And now I'm like, fuck you. NFTs are bad for the environment. All right. I have had that take on this podcast on one of our more popular episodes. I've had this take on Twitter and gotten a lot of fucking likes and a lot of support for that opinion. All right. NFTs are bad. They're bad for the environment. And if you practice them, you could suck my dick, including you, Ray William Johnson. Fuck you. <laughs> it always goes back to him. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ray William Johnson. I was a fan of you. And now, fuck you, Lil Nas X. I was a fan of you. All right, but now you're dropping NFTs. You're just as on the internet as all the rest of us, and you know that they're bad for the environment. How much of a bag do you have to chase? You're already rich as shit. You sold shoes with blood in them. Draw the fucking line somewhere, dog. NFTs are bad. At first, I thought it was just a shitty clickbait title. Uh, I'm sorry, headline. And, okay, you know what? Okay. And then... The days went on, and he hasn't said anything about it. So, I'm just... It's so sad, man. Because I, 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 I genuinely don't have any words to say other than sad. Because he was so... He, he's, he does still have good music, but that this just makes him a, sh- a shitty person for me. Like, I don't care that mm-hmm. he makes good music. It's a fucking shitty practice making yeah. NFTs. NFTs will always be bad, and there's nothing you can do to change my mind about that. It's like, what what, what do y'all know, right, about that Lil Nas X vis- uh, Old Town Road visualizer? Y'all know nothing about that. Y'all know nothing. Yeah. You know, seeing, seeing him grow is hella good shit. Anytime, I, I, you, you fucking remember anytime, I, I think it was Jay, yeah, it was Jason that had asked us, like, hey, um, I'm looking for some music. Like the first dude I recommended was Lil Nas X. He was making hella good music. He, he hasn't missed. Lies. He did not miss he at that point. Literally no misses. Then he made and then TikTok NFTs. NFTs. NFTs are bad. They're stupid and they're bad for the environment. They're literally bad for the environment. <sighs> You're purchasing a receipt. Imagine you buy some fucking like imagine you go to your local fucking you know, restaurant, you buy a fucking euro and they give you the receipt and you just walk out with the receipt. Look, I have proof <laughs> that I bought a fucking euro. Great. How'd it taste? Didn't eat it. Like, wow. What a what a chuckle fuck. Dropping <laughs> NFTs. Like I said, man, official AJH NFTs. I'm dropping a picture of my cock and balls that I photocopied. <laughs> so y'all are good. I saw some NFTs. Right-click and save. <laughs> yeah, right-click and save a picture of my cock and balls. <laughs> I saw some NFTs like a month yeah. ago where these dudes straight up like stole Yakuza assets. Oh, I saw you. I saw that um that you had liked that tweet. Hold on. I got this um, got like a someone like else talking thing. about it, and that's Here's here is my tweet. You can click it and you can see the um the original tweet. So you can see my tweet and then you can go scroll up and see all of the stolen assets. 
<laughs> they literally the video starts and it's just you. It, you got fucking Majima, you got Ichiban, you got Ryuji Goda, you got fucking Shinada from Yakuza Five, you've got fucking uh, Jin Goda from Yakuza Two. Like they're just stealing it, just stealing and it. And Sega hasn't done anything. No. These guys are still selling NFTs. They've only got 5,000 followers. This is... <laughs> they are stealing from a fucking... Dude, it is... They literally have okay. Yakuza assets, and they're still posting it. And in all of the replies, it is just people, like, uh, either being stupid and being like, oh, man, this looks great, or people who are adding Sega being like, hey... Get them now, please. They're please stealing your something. shit. Like, I'm not typically for... I'm typically, like, pro... Um, um, What is it? Like, fair use. Like, taking shit and remixing it and making it your own. But, like... Yeah. NFTs are different. You are a thief... And a fucking shyster. They stole Yakuza assets to make something bad for the environment. Of course, I'm going to call you a dumb fuck idiot. <laughs> I imagine that the characters that they stole the... I imagine at the game that they stole the characters from. I'm sure that those characters would be thrilled knowing that they're an NFT. You can go on their website and save the images, dude. I've... In in going and researching, because uh, after that Lil Nas X, I was like, oh, there's no way this is, you know, I, I said it was just a sh uh, shitty clickbait headline. I was looking at the replies and people were out here like, there was this whole thread of a dude being clowned on because he posted an NFT and people were like, just mocked him. Like, uh, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I saved it. It's like, oh, well, you don't own the NFT. I do. It's like, yeah, okay. Uh, screenshot. It's like, it's like, like, why would you have that opinion? You don't own the NFT. Yeah, neither do you. Clearly, if I have it in my fucking phone. <laughs> like, if I could snap my fingers and duplicate your car, like, holy like let's say you drive like a like a fucking like a honda civic or something all right and mm -hmm. i see it and i snap my fingers and there's an exact duplicate of your car right next to it that runs and everything and you're like well, well, uh, well i've got the proof of purchase great i'm driving a car now huh it's the same shit <laughs> what are you gonna do with a fucking like a 10 second gif of a yakuza nft what are you gonna do with that I, I, I bought it. Great. I have the NFT oh, saved on my phone in my favorite section that I can just look at whenever I want to. And you know what it costed me? It costed me the air I breathed while I was saving it. <laughs> it cost me the Herculean effort it took for me to, to lift my thumb and tap the NFT and tap save to photo gallery. Then swipe up my phone and click oh, the app. Oh, so much effort. And you paid $10,000, you dumb fuck. That's <laughs> fucking stupid, man. I and could see, never. The thing is, right? And, and, and the thing is, 
going back to the Yakuza NFTs, how the fuck does that even work? So, like, you said you said they're stealing assets from Yakuza, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you go into the game, you look at a placeholder chair, they're like... No, not like that, not like that, not like that. Look at the podcast logo real quick. You see Ichiban, right? Yes. So imagine you took Ichiban and then you 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 cut his hair so he looks like Ichiban from the intro of the game and then you put Majima's eye patch on him. There you go. There's a Yakuza Blood Brothers NFT right there. No. Oh. You take That's Kazuma so Kiryu, the dragon of Dojima. You shave him clean. You change his suit color. There's a Yakuza NFT. That's so much worse than I thought. Of. There's there's a character that's just it's just a drawing of Ryuji from Yakuza 2. That's what it is. And it's a fucking unique Yakuza NFT. It's not unique. Why are, why are half of the NFTs that are out there in the world? Why do they look like absolute fucking dog shit? We saw those <laughs> NFTs that were like 3D models of Street Fighter characters. Look like a 12 year old drew them. You saw that one? No, I haven't. Oh my god, hold on. Uh let me look. Let me first before I get into that, let me let me send let me show you an example of what I mean when I say they are stealing assets, okay? So okay, okay I'm gonna send you first a picture of the NFT, and then I'm gonna send you a picture of the character that it's based on, okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, this is a pretty high quality photo. Okay. So first up, we have a picture of re of um an NFT. Okay, this is Wait, no, I don't want to send this to this person. I want to send this to you. There you go. Holy shit, you okay, own here the NFT now. Holy here we go. Fuck. Look at that. This is a picture of the <laughs> NFT, okay? Okay. This is a picture of Ryuji Goda, the main villain from Yakuza 2. Uh, this... <sighs> you see what I mean when I say they're stealing assets, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, but... But 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 but, but why? <laughs> why? <laughs> what is the point? Oh, it looks like I have the NFT now. I right clicked and save image. I literally just no, screenshotted but... it and cropped it. Oh wow! Here's a, another example. Okay. Make sure I get the correct image saved. Okay. Here you go. Here's a picture of. One of the characters from the NFT. Here's a picture of Ichiban Kasuga from the prologue of Yakuza Like a Dragon. This is... This is so stupid. Yeah, they stole the fucking assets. (laughs) Theft. Hey, Sega, if you're listening, because, you know, you're listening to our fabulous ideas about how we can make you more money anyways... Please get these. <laughs> like, Let me see if I can so find bad. it. RGG Studio, please. A lot of, I'm going to be honest, bro. A lot of NFT artists draw like shit. And people still buy them somehow. And people still buy That's them for question. some fucking reason. Fucking why? And how? Oh, wow. This but account doesn't exist anymore. I could I make I could a shitty down. drawing of a fucking poop stain. And it'll sell for tens of thousands of dollars. This NFT is powered by Doogie Coin. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. So uh, on this whole NFT, 
talk, right? I have a insert family member who I was uh, with and they told me, oh, hey, uh, you have a computer, right? Like, yeah, you know, I, I built it like in February. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, have you mined crypto with it? I'm like, shut the fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Go ahead and install know, Cooking was... Mama 2 on your computer. <laughs> Dude, and okay, the thing is, is like, this is like an, like, not, not an older, but you know, someone that I respect. And so I, I couldn't just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I just had to like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh. you know what I mean. Yeah, and they they were just going on like, oh, but you can make so much money, so you could upgrade your computer again, and then you can earn money on the side and do this and that with uh, mining all that crypto you have in your computer. You should totally do it. <sighs> I've never felt more disappointed. Yeah, I felt like like crypto could be so cool if the people who didn't promote crypto weren't a bunch of fucking mouth breathers. Like, I mean, I fucking I it it gets annoying really fast. Crypto, Dogecoin to the moon, save the kids coin. Like, I don't, I don't. Outside of Bitcoin, the value is sort of lost on me. You know. Yeah. Oh, dude. You see, the the question that I pose is right. In like 15 years from now, right? Like in a in a theoretical world where crypto is like actually a form of payment outside of very niche things, you're not gonna use fucking Dogecoin to put a down payment on a house. That's what I said, dude. I said that in episode <laughs> seven. That's exactly what I said. I said, and I kind of quote because I don't remember exactly. Dogecoin is the crypto equivalent of the nine gag rock. I said that. You can go back and look and, and listen. I said that. <laughs> and here we are months later, and this is exactly the sentiment that is still being brought up. So we plug the podcast in the podcast. What a fucking meta way. But no, really, it's I. I NFTs are so I, I, I really don't understand that. I don't think I'll ever begin to understand them. And I don't think I'll ever understand why Lil Nas X decided to make an NFT when he is the he uses the internet to promote himself. He knows he, he probably knows more about the internet than we do because that's literally his life. That's what he does for a living. So he should know that NFTs are stupid and fucking horrible for the environment. He still decided to make one. I have no idea how people are going to still support him because it's a shitty thing to do, especially he he is people don't want to admit this, but he is already part of our culture, at least when it comes to music. He has made so many waves in the past few years alone. He, He just fucking released his first album, but I don't know. I'm not fucking with it. I'm not fucking with Lil Nas X. I'm not fucking with it. Not no more. Not no fucking more. Okay. I have, I imagine since you're following Resident Evil, you've seen RE4 VR. Oh yeah, I heard about that fucking shit. 
Yeah. Putting more more RE4 down my fucking gullet. (laughs) Didn't you need like a separate VR headset for that or some shit? Not for Resident Evil, but yeah, I did get a VR headset not too long ago. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And it's it's not like I regret my purchase because VR is pretty cool. I just don't use it a lot simply because, okay, I am about to be fucking killed. Like, if I am not dead by tomorrow... Are you about to I'll talk shit about Half-Life, crying. Alex? Is that what you're about to do? Yes. I'm... I'm sorry to say this, but Half-Life Alex is just okay. It's just all right. It is not my favorite VR experience, although it is many people's favorite VR experience. Like, it, like whenever you ask someone, hey, what game should I get for my VR? Half-Life Alex is probably going to be their first answer. Yeah. That would probably be my like, fifth yeah. answer. It is nowhere near my top three. It's good. I appreciate what it does to uh, what's it, uh, to further the universe and to the lore. Place you appreciate what it does yeah. to the lore. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm looking for. I, I appreciate what it does for Half Life because I think I mentioned last. I think the last time I mentioned Half Life, I said I hadn't played it. I went back and played the first one. I've not played Half Life two. <sighs> God. But what do you I think about the first one? Kind of been spoiled. Hold on, which version of the first one did you play? Did you play the original or did you play the Source version? No, I did not play Black Mesa. So I played... The no, I mean Half-Life Source, the literal Source port of the first one. Oh, no, no, just Half-Life. Okay, so gold, so the Gold Source version. Okay, got it. I, I suppose. I, I don't know. I just... I, I, if I go on my Steam, it just says... Without Half-Life, explaining so. it too hard, Half-Life 1, you can play it on two different engines in three different ways. You can play Gold Source Half-Life 1, which is the original. You could play you could play a port of Half-Life 1 to the Source engine, or then you could play the Source engine remake Black Mesa. It's a, there's two different versions. There you go. Simplest explanation of that. Yeah, I know about Black Mesa, and I heard that it changed. That made some changes from the original, so that's why yes. I stayed away from it. I wanted it to be authentic experience. But yeah, so then I guess I played the old source engine uh, yeah. version, but uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, and I haven't finished. I'm sorry. No, I haven't gotten around to the second one simply because I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just haven't played it. Um, but I, I already know the events that happened in Half-Life 2 simply because I've been on the internet for more than two years. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of know what happens in Half Life Two. Like I, I don't get the full context of everything, sure, but you know, I kind of understand what happened. So I appreciate what Half Life Alex is. I appreciate that it exists. I'm surprised that we got any Half Life after so many years, and on VR out of all things. But it's 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 just okay. Like I don't hate it. I don't love it either. It's just okay. Like it, it feels. It just feels like another generic horror experience for the VR. Which I have played Walking Dead and Boneworks. I don't know if you consider Boneworks horror. It it has horror elements. But I put those two over Half-Life Alex any day of the week. Any day. <clears throat> it's... Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's not bad. It's just it, it doesn't do enough for me. I only I've only gotten through the first 
three chapters and then I stopped playing because I kind of got bored of it. Um, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I let I, I forget where I left off because I, I I don't know if it's just my computer that takes forever to load everything in VR or if it's just my VR headset being dumb. But it takes forever to load everything, and that definitely kind of kills it for me. In between each chapter, there's a loading screen. I would say about a minute long, which is not pog. It's not cool. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm like. What am I going to do for this next minute? Do I keep my VR headset on or do I go do something else? And then I decide I'll go play Beat Saber instead. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 4 VR is a thing that's going to be happening. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it because it's Resident Evil 4 again cool <laughs> you know how you should feel about it you should feel about it the same you should feel about it the same way everybody feels about tekken 7 vr by not giving a shit <laughs> sorry what what else can you add to resident evil 4 like what else can you add like motion no, controls were an innovation and that was in 2008 or 9 or whatever the Wii port of re4 launched you kind of can't Which can't the superior version of playing the game, by the way. If I could play on PC with motion controls and HD textures, which I'm pretty sure you can, then that'd be perfect. The Wii version, I like it, but that reticle pisses me off. It's just it's always there. It's always Fair fucking enough. there. It fucking it's it's a, it's a fucking but it's a mind goblin thing. I know, but <laughs> stop it. Get the reticle off the screen. I'm not aiming, but. It is it is really good. Motion controls in RE4 make that game a fucking joke. So Jesus. Yeah, that is, I mean, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I think it is just like the mo- most fun way of playing the game. It's like, is it in is RE4 VR in like first person or something? Like I believe it is. I believe okay, I mean, then that it would have to be. Cause yeah, because it'd be imagine, weird as fuck for it to be anything imagine but having a third person camera in VR. That'd be disorienting that'd as be, fuck. Yeah. That would Fuck with my sense of space in a brutal way. Like, <laughs> Jesus, Which, that'd be hardcore. That w- <laughs> how would you? How would you like keep track of Ashley in that? <laughs> like, she's already a big enough pain in the ass that I take an um, that it, that I take an ungodly pleasure when I tell her to hide in garbage cans. All right. How the fuck would you keep track of Sandy Cheeks if you can't look at her at all times? I feel like that would be really good for like the first section of the game when you're in the village and it's just Leon and then later in Ashley's section. But I think it would kind of take away from the magic of Ashley's section a little bit because I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. But I play Japanese games a lot and I've played Biohazard 4. Japanese version of Resident Evil 4. And Joe, you've played Resident Evil 4. Yep. And do you remember Ashley's section? The most fun section of the entire game. Now, oh, the yeah. Japanese version takes Ashley's section and gives it fixed camera angles. Which is cool. That is interesting. Okay. It's cool. It's a nice little. It's what we in the hood call a throwback or an 
homage. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. And I feel like for Ashley's section in the in the American version, it's less cool. It's still great. Don't get me wrong. It's still the uh, horrifying as shit being a completely defenseless teenager. You know what I mean? In this mm. Spanish castle, you know, and having to throw like pots and fucking mason jars or whatever the fuck at Ganados to make them go away or the cultists or whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then hiding from like the suits of armor that try to kill you. And that like, that's really, really cool. But like VR might, might, you know, do well for that section. But I think that section already got butchered in the American release. So, and then, like I said, the, the village section where it's just Leon will also be cool in VR. But once you rescue mm-hmm. Ashley, that game's quality is going to drop. And it's not going to pick up and it's not going to pick up until you're in the fucking regenerator lab. That would probably make me shit myself. That's going to be fucking horrifying. Like, like, let me tell you, Resident Evil never scared me until I got to the regenerator lab. That was when I legitimately had to shut the game off in fear. Because (laughs) if if you've never played RE4, which what the fuck is your problem? That regenerator lab is the spookiest shit. You think the zombies are scary, but imagine a giant, like eight foot tall monster with jagged teeth and multiple hearts that that may, that breathes, yep. and it's like, get me out of here, mommy, please. Where's my mommy? <laughs> it's terrifying. So, like, I think that those are the only three sections where I feel like that would be legitimately. Like the best. Like I don't think the fucking the the Mike the helicopter section will be great. <laughs> how, you know, now now that I think about it, how the fuck are they gonna handle QTEs? Are you gonna like you're gonna have to mash like, on your hold, VR headset? Thing here. <laughs> You'd be really good. You know, it'd be really good as if they just took the fucking QTEs out of cutscenes. It'd be really nice. But uh, you know, oh, that man, is the one. That is the is one really thing that I hate about that. Problem. That's not happening. That, that like literally that is the one thing that I hate about Resident Evil 4 is the QTEs in the cutscenes only. Like when you've got like to like mash to get like something off of you, or when you're like in like the fucking um the El Gigante fight, you know, like that's like fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I'm trying to watch the cutscene of like like all my replays, I replay like every like year or and a half or so, and I get to the fight with like Leon and Krauser, and I like instinctively like lean back and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Yeah. And then it's like, Dodger, you're gonna get stabbed. I'm like, fuck. Fail it every time. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. Like, really, you have to do VR for this one? Not like, does RE2R have VR? I don't think it does. That would be a fucking fantastic game to have VR for. That that's the that's the preferred one to have VR for. Because oh, I mean, it has a mod for it, but it's not an official release. Yeah, that'd be great. RE7 and I believe did I, I believe RE8 had VR as well. Those worked because those games are already in first person, and mm-hmm. RE7 was already this was like one of the scariest Resident Evils in a while. But like RE2R, that game would be unworldly terrifying in VR. <laughs> when you get to the liquor hallway and you got the and, and you got a VR headset with 3D audio, pants will be soiled, oh. my friend. Pants will oh. be soiled. Like, personally, like, I'm not scared of liquors anymore, but, like, if I had a VR headset and I was going through a run of RE2R and I was going through RE2R and I saw that, I'd be, like, pretty fucking terrified. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie. So, Mr. X in VR would be a nightmare in and of itself. All right. But Resident Evil 4 is not the game for VR. (laughs) Now that I think about it, right, so it, it... 
if uh, the VR version also has dynamic um, difficulty, like the original one does, that that <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I, I, as I was saying that, I just visualize I just visualize like an 80 year old lady trying to go through the fucking trying to go through the fucking game. And then she gets her head chopped off with a fucking chainsaw. Oh, look at me, my grandson. Look at me as I shoot him in the head and kick him and stab him on the ground. How's it going to... You know how many people are probably going to get motion sick from, like, like suplexing the Ganados or whatever? How's that going to look? That's going to fuck up your sense of orientation if you've never, like, done a wrestling move. That's going to be tough as fuck to do that. I wonder I how that's going to control. Difficulty would work, though. I feel like it would have to be one set experience. For it I don't think Resident Evil 4 would work. Oh, we can't wait to play through separate ways <laughs> in VR. Oh, oh, <laughs> I can't wait to play through uh, uh, fucking RE4 mercenaries in VR. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, speaking of Resident Evil, did you see that they're annou- they announced or, or the, I think it got leaked or something. The PS5 version of uh, RE3. PS5 version of RE3? I think it got leaked or it was like announced. I can't tell which one. It was a Resident Evil 3 Nemesis Edition. A PS5 port of, of but, RE3. But what's it for? Why? Let me go. Let me look it up. I saw it on Twitter. I mean, so. like, what are, what, are, what are the upgrades that are being made to the PS5 version? I believe a frame rate. Um, okay, that's... Resolution, well, I, mean, rate, I think. 4K, yeah, I mean... Uh, let me see. Let me see. Here we go. Here we go. So I'm going to read this article from Game Rant. Game Rant. Fucking Game Rant. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Unlike the remake of Resident Evil 3, RE, uh, Resident Evil 2, RE3 never really received any um, DLC. Uh, it was worth pointing out most of the rumors revolving around RE3 came from a deleted 4chan post. Um, <laughs> according to rumors, RE3 Nemesis could see the return of some iconic scenes. Type shit, some iconic weapons, that type of thing. So, you know what? I, I, I like totally leaked. Someone also said it would be at TGS, but I think TGS already, I think Capcom already had their TGS show like yesterday, didn't they? Uh, I don't know about Capcom, I'm not sure. Because I know uh, SNK had their TGS thing, and then uh, I've been watching the King of Fighters gameplay. My Japanese mutuals have been dropping KF, KOF 15 gameplay from within the booth. Uh, for like two days Ooh. now, um, nice. yeah, pretty pretty solid. Um, I the only one I'm really looking out for is Atlas. I believe theirs is today. It starts at like four a.m. or something. Well, Let me see. I guess I'm staying up. <laughs> AJH live reaction to the Atlas showcase. Um, Atlas. Let's look. Oh, let's. Uh, TGS twenty twenty one Atlas. Uh, oh, that's tomorrow. Okay. Oh, they st- oh, there's day three is going to get streamed at 4 a.m. tomorrow. So they streamed one day. They released some new gameplay for Shin Megami Tensei 5. So. Ooh. You can see. I, that, game, that game cannot come soon. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's where the guy dressed up as Akira was from. The guy who dressed up as Akira and the other guy dressed up as Taka from Virtual Fighter. Talked about Lost Judgment. Showed some gameplay for Shin Megami Tensei 5. Um, and then some other shit that Atlas is doing. So, yeah, 
they're at TGS doing things. TGS has been fun so far. I've mostly been paying attention to KLF yeah. though. So that's all I really cared about. That's because I'm a KOF head. I'm an SNK head. Y'all already know. I mean, you know even more from my fucking talk. You were even, you were gone for like half that talk after the after last week's podcast. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, I, you I left that. halfway through, and I, w- I I went on for another hour and a half. And Cedric was like, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know all of this." Fucking hell, man. Um, I was that shit was wild. TGS looks really good so far, though. I'm 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 excited to see what comes out tomorrow. I don't even know when when TGS ends. So, uh, I think the fourth. Okay, cool. We'll get two more days of TGS then. Nice. So, me 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 big excited. I don't speak enough Japanese to understand everything they say in the show, but I say, but I know enough mm. to to know what they're talking about. Um, I I didn't the final mm-hmm. fan, I believe the the Stranger of Paradise. Um, demo Fucking dropped. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, uh, Square's presentation was mostly just um, uh, they're re. I think they're re-releasing um, First Soldier, Final Fantasy Seven, and they showed stuff oh, for yeah. Stranger of Paradise. I believe they also mentioned like they also mentioned Life is Strange as well. Showed off uh, some of the re- some more of the remaster content. Uh, mm-hmm. But mostly Stranger of Paradise and First Soldier for Final Fantasy Makes 7. sense. Makes sense. I can't believe they showed off Life is Strange in Japan. I don't know how... I don't know if that game is as big there as it is here. And even here, it's, like, pretty niche. Yeah, I mean, con- all things considered, yeah. So. I'm like, all I right. mean, is... Hang on. Google time. Okay, yeah, okay. Deck Nine is American, so uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it yeah. could be like either way. Well, I know that Square is a Japanese company. I know Life is Strange One had a Japanese dub. That DLC is hmm. uh, presently available on the PS Store and has been like looking. I've been looking at that for like five years and being like, "What if I played through Life is Strange One in Japanese? It'd be weird." <laughs> I mean, this is coming from the guy who has seen Shrek Two and Revenge of the Sith in Japanese, so I. I got obscenely high and watched Revenge of the Sith in Japanese, and it was a wholly different movie. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an amazing experience. Same with uh, Shrek 2. I may or may not have dropped acid and watched Shrek 2 on... Uh, uh, Fucking uh, as- Shrek 2 on acid? Are you... <laughs> in Japanese. <laughs> I believe Lord Fark... Uh, not Lord Fark. Uh, uh, Prince Charming was voiced by, I believe, Joseph Joestar. <laughs> Young Joseph. Nice. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, Shrek to Prince Charming. Let me look at this motherfucker. Do they have the dub actors voiced? Have the dub actors listed? Uh, fucking. No, they don't. Maybe I have to go to Wikipedia to see that. Shrek to Japanese voice actors. Oh, Prince Charming. By the way. Prince, Char- no, no, he was played by fucking Uncho Ishizuka, old Joseph, and Dojima from Persona Four, and Heihachi from Tekken Seven, and Brad from Dead or Alive. Fucking Uncho Ishizuka. He's been in fucking everything. <laughs> God rest his soul. Oh. But what are you? What are you about to say, Joe? By the way, what? 
No, no, I, I was just gonna say. By the way, you need to bully me into watching Sopranos because many scenes of Newark. Yeah, know, that dropped. Yes, that oh, dropped. <clears throat> Damn, nigga, I, I thought I bullied you into watching The Sopranos the day that we watched the trailer for that. And well, I was out here getting hype as shit. Like, I need, I need to be bullied even more. It's on HBO Max. The trailer, the trailer looks amazing. It looks Do you like need the show. login? Like. No, nigga. I'm saying that I need to just watch it. Straight up, you do. It's fucking good. It's really good. It's solid six seasons of TV. It's great. But it's all on HBO Max? Yeah, because it's an HBO original, dog. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was only I was only a wee lad when that ended, but I remember my dad used to watch that a lot, so I gave it a watch, and I fucking loved it. And now Many Saints of Newark is out, which it came out the first and I was too. I've been working all week, so I probably won't be able to watch till Sunday. But I'm going to see Venom Sunday, so. <laughs> Fucking dumbass, no, dude! The best it. part of that, the best song that came out of that movie was um, the Run the Jewel song that played during the end credits. That was that they they like they literally like i remember uh going to see venom in the theaters and i was like looking at my i was like checking my fucking instagram and lp posted check out the credits of venom and i was like word what's in the credits of venom and then it was um there was some fucking song but 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 it was by run the jewels it was fucking fantastic and run the jewels are great one of the best hip-hop duos since outcast honestly they're fan-fucking-tastic i love them pretty good pretty good only heard a few uh Few select tracks, but yeah, pretty solid. Literally, they I I believe all of their albums were yellow shirts. That's what was the best I can say. They are (laughs) consistent bangers, dog. Back to back, like they've released like 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 all their albums are are called Run the Jewels. You got RTJ one, two, three, and four. All great, and then LP also released a cat remix of RTJ two called Meow the Jewels. It was great. Um, <laughs> that's amazing yeah i love run the jewels man i've been a fan of theirs since like 2015 i think that's like right after rtj2 so I, i've been in them running the jewel streets it's great so i first I'm, heard them on the deadpool soundtrack what song did they do for deadpool forget but i remember because I, I remember hearing it and then i looked it up and then i saw that it was them uh. let's see here I remember um, their their song from RTJ2, uh, Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck, was uh, featuring yeah. Zach De La Rocha from Rage Against the Machine, was uh, featured in like a trailer for Watch Dogs 2. And I was like, who are these guys? Oh, my God. They're great. So. Oh, God, motherfucking damn. Oh, my God. You look like an extraterrestrial from the Milky Way galaxy. God, motherfucking damn. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. Oh yeah, it was uh that was that was DJ Shadow. Uh, Nobody speak. I know that song very well. That song got mad overplayed, and I still like it. Did it really? Yeah, that song was in that song. Nigga, that song was in Love Simon for some fucking reason. <laughs> Interesting collaboration there. That for some fucking reason that song was in there. So I'm just like. All right, I guess. <laughs> totally fits the theme of the of the movie. Yeah, for some fucking reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but there. But Run the Jewels is great. You know what else is great? You know, speak, you know, I, I know that you were about to do the funny, but I gotta say, 
Shang Chi's. Uh, I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, uh, the soundtrack. Like, and fucking the the Outcast poster that he had. Mm-hmm. Did he notice it? Yeah, it was in his room. It was like right next to his bed or something. Yeah, Stankonia. Stankonia is like the best Outcast album, but for me, it's either between Stankonia or uh, um, Aquamanai. Okay, fair. I know some people will be like, but what about AT Aliens though? AT Aliens. Yeah. And I'm like, AT Aliens is good. Do not get me wrong, it's good, but like Aquamanai is. F- ah, hush their fools. Everybody move to the back of the booth. <laughs> that's, just gr- that's just great, nigga. All right. I fucking love Aquamanai. I, I mean, everybody knows Stankonia is a great album, you know? But whenever you fucking talk about Outcast, the first fucking thing people are going to talk about is fucking Hey Ya. And that came off of like. One of their albums that I don't yeah. really, like, I don't really like Speaker Box Love Below that much, honestly. Like, it's just two different albums, you know, patched together to make one. I'm just like, all right. I don't know. Stank it, was an, just, it was an odd concept. It was still a good album, though. Which, which was just a sign of the times that Outkast wasn't, like, synergizing as well as they used to anymore, is what it was. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just like, Stankonia is great. Aqua- like, like Outcasts have three great albums. They have like Stankonia, ATLNs, and Aquemini. Like Southern, uh, uh, Southern Playlistic is all right. You know what I mean? But it feels like it doesn't feel as different from whatever what uh, what other Southern hip hop was doing at the time to be mm-hmm. like in like intensely memorable. It's good. Do not get me wrong, but Southern Playlistic is not their best effort. ATLNs and Aquemini and Stankonia are great. Speaker Box Love Below is just too dissonant a record for me to enjoy. And then they did like a soundtrack and then they stopped making music. So, yeah, I mean, fucking Idlewild was. They, fucking you can tell that they'd given up. Yeah. They, they, you can tell that they'd given up by that point. I mean, it was their last album. They're like, you know what? They just put fucking something together. Yeah. Like, it wasn't I don't. Bad. It was just a different sound. So, yeah. Before, I mean, their solo careers have been good up to this point. Like, Big Boy drops consistently yeah. good tracks and Andre 3K. Whenever he decides to appear in something, is a fucking god. Like when he appeared, like you heard that unreleased track from Donda. Yeah. And Andre Three K appeared on that. He was godlike. I wish I wish Kanye would have worked on that track a little bit more because that probably would have been one of the standout tracks on that album. You know, that song got a lot of soul. I loved it. What uh, What happened with that? Because I know there was there was some controversy between um, Kanye and Drake, and then he was in the middle of it for some reason. It's just because Drake kept trying to be like, ha, I got Andre 3K on my album. And he was Drake was trying to be an asshole. And then Andre was just like, look, man, if I like the music, I'm going to hop on the track type deal. Because Drake yeah. tried to tried to put words in Andre's mouth, essentially. And I didn't I didn't really like that. Uh, Andre 3K don't have beef like that, my nigga. He just walks around playing like his flute. <laughs> so... <yeah. laughs> Ah, man. You know what else walks around playing the flute? What? That's that's like the fucking stupidest one yet. Oh, we're at two hours, Joe. Oh, man. That was fucking stupid. The the two-hour flute tune is currently playing. The two-hour tune telling us to fucking to fuck (laughs) off and go laugh at some shit posts is is calling. Man. What a a, a good podcast, man. What a good podcast. Good shit. Good stuff. I mean, when it isn't it. Hell yeah. Isn't it a good podcast? Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. 
So thank you to all, all of you guys who have listened this far. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, morning, evening, night, whenever you listen to this. And uh, uh, say hi to your mom for me. Give her a kiss. Give her a fucking hug and a kiss and tell her to send me a oh, box of cookies. Her. Hell yeah. And if your mom is no longer with us, tell your, tell your fucking mother figure to do that shit because I want some of her cookies now. Thank you. <laughs>